0: You're listening to episode number one of the Familypreneur
1: podcast.
0: Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs,
1: raising kidpreneurs.
0: It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host.
1: She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson.
0: Welcome to episode number one of the Familypreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Brunson, and this is the introductory episode where you are going to learn about me and how this podcast came to be. So I was entrepreneurial long before I was a mother. As a kid, I, along with my sister and the neighborhood kids, did all the normal stuff. We hosted lemonade stands, and we sold our toys at garage sales. I was raised in the entrepreneurial shadow of my dad. Growing up, he managed a movie theater in my hometown of Greece, which is a suburb of Rochester, New York. But I'll be honest, I thought he owned it. Growing up, it was always dad's theater. It was his I saw the love and the passion that he had for the movie theater and for the staff at that theater, and to me, it just seemed like his baby. I was practically raised within its walls. Both of my parents worked, and to keep expenses down, my sister and I would tag along with my dad during school vacations and over summer break, instead of going to a babysitter. We spent hours in his tiny office with no windows coloring on that printer paper. You know, it came in one big ream and it was folded accordion style upon itself. And it had those perforated edges with holes going down each side. So after you'd color on them, you'd have to like carefully rip the paper apart at the perforations and then rip the edges off. We spent equally as much time watching movies from the back of the theaters, or sometimes from up in the projection rooms upstairs. And when the theater wasn't open, we'd run up and down those empty halls, acting out scenes from our favorite movies, and eating more popcorn in a week than most people would eat in a lifetime. Over the course of his career with the movie theater, My dad had collected hundreds, if not thousands of movie posters. And after he lost his job, he was able to monetize his passions and he rented a store at our local mall where he sold those movie posters along with two of his friends. And just like when he worked at the theater, I would head into the mall with him to man the shop and sell those movie posters to support our family. My dad died two days before I turned 12. So these memories are really all that remains of his entrepreneurial impact on my life. And it wasn't until recently that I began exploring entrepreneurship with my own children. And it caused me to reflect on my upbringing. And that's when I realized the impact that my dad's entrepreneurship had on me. So in school, I took a pretty traditional path. I graduated high school with above average grades. I went on to college as was expected. But one area that always frustrated me was that I wasn't able to identify what I wanted to pursue in college. I always had a really hard time figuring out what I was good at. So there were some kids at school who it was really obvious They were really good at art, or they excelled in sports, or maybe they were a great singer or an actress. Now, I wasn't really good at any of those things, but I wasn't terrible at them either. I've always been multi-passionate and kind of good enough at just about anything I put my mind to. And because of that, I found I had a really hard time figuring out what I wanted to do when I grew up. So it was in college that I launched my first business alongside a full-time job and a full-time college workload. And from that point on, I'd always hold some sort of side hustle alongside traditional employment. Now, what I was doing Kind of shifted and changed depending upon where I was in my life and what I was interested in at that moment. Then, after the birth of my third child and a really traumatic pregnancy that nearly took my life, I decided that enough was enough and I was just done punching a clock. This is when I really jumped in with both feet, into the world of entrepreneurship. So over the past 10 years or so, I've dabbled in a wide range of entrepreneurial experiences that include direct sales with multiple direct sales companies, affiliate marketing, e-commerce. I had an Etsy shop. I made crafts. I sold at local craft shows. I sold on eBay and Craigslist. I bought into a franchise. I've created service-based businesses. I've tried all of the things and some have failed harder than others, but in every failure was a lesson and a pivot that led me to where I am today. I took a brief return to traditional employment when I got a job at Facebook. It was there that I immersed myself in social media marketing, with a focus on Facebook, of course. And when I left Facebook in 2017 to better serve my family's needs and reignite that entrepreneurial spark inside of me, that was the foundation for launching my marketing agency, EIEIO Marketing. At EIEIO, we focus on Facebook marketing for businesses. And EAEIO is actually an acronym that kind of sums up my social media philosophy with the five things that you should be doing on social media every single day. Engaging, interacting, educating, influencing, and optimizing. E-I-E-I-O marketing is currently the primary source for my household income. And I'm also a blogger and editor for a national parenting resource called KidsOutAndAbout.com. My kids now range in age from 2 to 10 years old, and they're very aware of how hard I work from the comfort of my home office, and they're personally very involved, especially in my responsibilities with Kids Out and About. They pose for photos. They offer their input when I review products and services. Then last year, my oldest daughter expressed an interest in launching her own business. I thought it would be a great idea to bring her on the show so that we can talk about how we got her business started together, how we're currently managing her business, as well as the effects it's had on her at home and the surprising effects it had on her at school. Plus, I'll ask her what advice she'd have for other kids who are interested in pursuing entrepreneurship. Hey, Kiki, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Let's talk about why you decided that you wanted to start a business.
1: Well, I wanted to start a business to raise money to go see my grandma in New York, but she moved to South Carolina, so now I'm trying to make a plan to go visit her there. I also do it to help people in the hospitals, charity.
0: So there's things that you wanted to buy and do, and experiences, like go to visit grandma, and then you want to help people. So by having a business, you're able to earn money for yourself and earn money to help other people, right? Right. Exactly. How did you decide what your business would be? Do you remember the conversation we had where you asked me like how to decide what business to launch? And I told you that the first step was to figure out what you were an expert in. Do you remember the discussion about figuring out what you're an expert in?
1: I do, exactly.
0: <laughs> and And what was your answer when I asked you what you were an expert in?
1: I was an expert at being a big sister.
0: Right. From there, we took that idea and we discussed what being an expert big sister meant. So what some of those responsibilities were that made you an expert. And that's where you said reading, right? Yeah. And then we just had to figure out how you could make money by reading. And that's kind of where the business idea actually came from, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So
0: one of the first things that we decided to do was build a website and come up with a name for your business. And who named the business? I actually named the business. And I helped, right? I mean, we did some brainstorming. Yeah. And then once we built the website... I kind of knew what I was doing a little bit because I had built a website for myself before. But you were involved in the process, right? Yeah. And what did you do when I was building the website? How were you involved?
1: I helped pick up pictures and help you when we were starting the website. I sat next to you and I told you where I thought things should go, like where this specific thing should be and where this should be. No way. It should be over here.
0: Yeah, you liked watching me design the images and stuff, right?
1: It's fun when you like look up pictures and then you like move them into a screen. You liked watching me
0: kind of manipulate the different elements to build your pictures. So like putting shapes on it and adding text and changing the size and changing the colors. That's where you liked having a lot of input, right?
1: Yeah, it was very interesting. And
0: then on the website Right now, the content that you produce, you write a blog, right?
1: Yeah. Book reviews on books I like and my favorite books and a lot of books that I think I would like. Sure. Can you tell me about
0: your process? When you get a book that you want to review, what, are, what do your steps look like?
1: First, I read the book um, on video, sometimes on live. And then I write down some ideas about how I like the book and how I think you would like it. And maybe some parts that are pretty interesting for me and parts that are pretty funny and my favorite parts. Yeah. And I take pictures with the book.
0: What does your mom or dad do? Me or your dad? What do we do?
1: You profite the posts and then actually like, put it on the website.
0: How do you make money from that? There's two ways that you make money, right? Yes. Do you remember what those two ways are?
1: One way I make money is by selling Osborne books and more.
0: Which is a direct sales company, right? Yes. (laughs) It is. And what's another way that you make money? What if the books that you're reviewing are not Osborne books? How do you make money?
1: I use links from Amazon, which are called affiliate links. So what happens when somebody
0: clicks on that link and buys a book or buys something from Amazon?
1: I actually get a little bit of that money. Do they pay more? No.
0: So they pay the same price, but you get a little bit of money because they bought it through your link. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty good deal. How has starting your business impacted you at school? Are you doing better in school this year?
1: Yes, way better.
0: What was school like before you started your business? How are your grades? They weren't so good. No? And then you started, we started working on your business in 2016. So we actually started working on your business last year. But it took us a few months to build it up and and get it ready, right? Yes. And then what happened this last report card? What kind of grades did you bring home?
1: Oh, those grades. All I brought home was a couple of all A's. A couple of all A's. Well,
0: all the A's. Which is pretty freaking amazing, right?
1: More than pretty freaking amazing.
0: (laughs) So... Starting your business has really helped you in school, I think, right? It's made you a little more motivated to do well in school?
1: Yes, it has a lot. And then how do
0: you think it's impacted you here at home?
1: I am spending more time reading with my sisters and doing a lot more on my business with my mom, which I'm really happy of. And I love reading to my sisters, helping them learn to read, because it's it's fun. It's like being your own little teacher to your own little students.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. So recently, your little sister who's six has decided that she also wants to run a business. And I'm wondering if you have any advice for her or for other kids, like maybe some of your friends who may want to start a business. What would be your number one piece of advice for them?
1: I would start telling them about my business and how my business works. And we can work a little on both of our businesses um, together so I can, like, help her and teach her most of the stuff. I think that would be pretty helpful, like, me telling her, like, if you want a website, maybe you should do this or that, um, but... Yeah, I think I can pretty much help people by doing that.
0: So it sounds like what you would do if your sister or friend wanted to start a business is try to figure out a way that you could work together. So like teamwork and help them figure things out along the way. So it's, you know, it's almost like you'd want to be a coach to them. Kind of like I've been a business coach to you. Is that right? Yeah. So you think that you would just like to be a friend and help them through their questions and their problems in the best ways that you can?
1: Yeah, I want to try and help them, so yeah.
0: What happens if you don't know an answer? Then what will you do?
1: Maybe I would ask my business coach, since she knows a lot more than me. (laughs) That's a good idea.
0: And I think that's really important. I think for grown-ups, too, who are starting businesses... They typically have a network of friends or other business owners. Sometimes grownups call them masterminds. And it's a group of people who are all doing the same thing, like launching a business. And they encourage each other and motivate each other and help each other to continually make their business better. Does that sound like something you'd be interested in doing? Kind of. Do you know any other kids that have businesses? Nope, not one. (laughs) Do you think that because I work from home, do you think that that made you want to start a business before your friends did? Yeah. All right. So your advice for a new business owner would be to find like a friend or somebody that you know and trust. That can help answer questions that you have and that you can work on your business together. Is that right? Yeah. That sounds good. What do you think about being on your first podcast? It's good. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Tell me something funny about you. Tell me a fun fact.
1: I like pickles.
0: You do like pickles. You got a pickle Christmas ornament for Christmas this year. You had a pickle-themed birthday party. You like pickles more than any person I know. All right. What do you think? You think we should do another podcast episode another time and wrap this one up today? Yep. Where can our listeners find you? What's your website?
1: Storytimewithkiki.com.
0: And are you on social media? Yes. Where are you? Facebook? Instagram?
1: Both of those.
0: And do you know what your handle is?
1: Storytimewithkiki.
0: So people can find you at Facebook and Instagram. At Storytime with Kiki.
1: Yep, exactly right. So go on my website now and get some books. Sounds good, Kiki. Thank you. You're welcome. No, we don't
0: expect her to get rich. This is really a project for her and a learning experience for her that we're hoping will continue to help improve her grades in school, her motivation, And like I said, just give her the best start to life. And it was her desire to start her business that made me really think about how my decisions and my entrepreneurship is impacting her, which of course led my thought process to who impacted me. And that's where my dad's influence really became clear. So this podcast is a product of all those things. It's entrepreneurship meets family, meets kid entrepreneurs, and all of the unique ways that those things are intertwined. Every week, I'm interviewing a different guest who has some light to shed on one of those topics or or multiple of those topics. And through this podcast, you are going to hear inspirational stories, learn actionable tips and tricks, and discover some really amazing people and businesses that are going to help grow your business, help you find better balance, and strengthen your family. I can tell you that I've already conducted some really great interviews with fantastic moms and I have a couple dads and kids on deck as well. It's been an invaluable process for me and I know that these interviews are going to provide you with a ton of value as well. In our next episode, I'm actually going to share the number one piece of advice for parents pursuing entrepreneurship from the perspective of each of my first 12 podcast guests. So you can take a listen to that today and then keep an eye out for the full interviews that'll be coming down the pipeline. I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss an interview and visit the show notes for this episode at megbrenson.com slash intro so that you can find us in all the places you can join our mailing list find us on facebook on instagram across social media thanks again for listening i hope you're as excited as i am for this new adventure and i'm truly so happy to have you on this journey with me